Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. I have a funny story that I want to tell you that I think you'll find interesting knowing about my chart. Um, so apparently my mom told me that back in high school, my teachers would say to her that I would ask them questions in class that they knew I knew the answer to, but they could tell that I was asking it because I wanted them to answer it in a different way. Because it was like I wanted them to explain it differently to the class. So imagine me, my life theme being cross of explanation, hearing the teacher say something, knowing it wasn't landing, and asking the teacher a question to get them to say it differently. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Isn't that funny? Wait, so tell people about your cross of explanation. And when we talk about life theme, we're talking about the specific part of human design that talks about the energy that you're meant to bring to this world. So essentially, if you're looking for like a one place to very very clearly know what your purpose is on this planet look at your life theme and the descri- the full description of that is in the app but yours is the cross of explanation so what does that mean and how does how does in your words what does that mean in my words because I was going to say I feel like you should explain it but um, in my words I get it that I'm really good at explaining things in a simple way that really lands for people almost layman's terms kind of person and I can hear someone saying something or hear what someone's trying to say and almost like interpret it in an easier way. Yeah, I think you're really, really good at or like making sure information is like organized enough to to be in a in a in a state like in a format that it can be received in as well. So it's like a two parter. Oh, I didn't even know how to do with the format. I thought do you it know was, what I mean? Yeah, I just say it very clearly. Mm-hmm. when I'm particular with my words because mm-hmm. I also can you know kind of blabber a little bit but if I'm very if I get really clear my words before I speak I feel like I, I, I communicate things very clearly mm. and when you told me I was telling my mom about my life theme and she's started laughing and told me that story that's so fun I think it's really interesting and in what you're saying about blabbering as well because I think what people also could use is this idea that the things that you are quote-unquote not good at like for example like when you feel like unclear because you're blabbering for example it's because that's just the opposite or the negative side of using your gift correctly so it's almost like the things the areas where you're genuinely weak not what you perceive yourself to be weak not what you're kind of um you know the inner voice or the critic tells you you're weak but you know, those kind of things where you're like, oh, I don't feel like I'm in my power when I'm blabbering, for example. Um, And it could be different, right? Because for you, you're in your power when you're expressing your specific viewpoints or whatever. That actually pulls me out of my power a little bit. And I'm better off like discussing different angles, but not attaching to any one specific viewpoint. So to me, I could be doing the same thing as you and you could be in a place of 
power because it's aligned and I could be in a place of not power because it's unaligned for me like if I get I'm the opposite of you because if I get stuck in um debating and you know like sticking to my point of view for example that doesn't feel good in in me yeah right? whereas for you it does um and the reason why I'm saying this is because the cross of explanation Taylor's life theme is innately tied to her mind which is defined in her chart means it's colored the second center down from the top and that is all about having specific viewpoints and that life theme is very very deeply tied to that quality whereas my mind is very open and white and the difference is that um you know I didn't come here one of my gifts is not expressing my viewpoints my gifts is actually being more um unattached to and seeing all the different perspectives so for example um you know even on like the hot debated topics I was telling you yesterday for example like I can see how and see why everyone who feels so strongly about abortion feels the way they feel or I can see the way everyone feels their specific thing about you know having more policemen on the roads there's like a thing in the UK or not um I can I can understand and feel all and I've it's taken me a long time to really understand that even though the world tells me I'm smart if I have a if I weigh in on it like I'm better off when I'm not weighing in you know what I mean so interesting and I think that people that follow you they might not even understand the nuance of the difference between what you do and what it means to share strong opinions so can you explain a little bit the nuance mm. between that because and like why you're saying that you're different than me because you mm-hmm. do share what people could call mm. opinions mm-hmm. but it actually is very different. So will you yes. explain that nuance? Yes. So I think um you know we all are here to express our gifts and our creativity. We have been sold very narrow um options of what that can look like you know if you're speaking it's the only thing that you can be speaking is your you know use your voice like it's having a strong opinion okay um especially in today's social media world like this the louder you shout and the more i guess the more um unusual your opinion is or the more strong your opinion sounds that's what makes it stand out yeah me because my voice my throat chakra my throat center is not connected to my mind meaning that they're not connected by one of those colored lines in your chart um because basically a colored line is like where energy is supposed to flow so because I don't have a line between my mind and my throat I'm not supposed to be expressing right what's supposed to be coming out of my throat is not what's in my mind It's actually my G center, which is the diamond in the very middle of my chart that's connected to my throat. And it's connected by the 1333 channel. Um, And you can look inside your app and find out what connects to your throat if if you have a throat connection at all. But for me, that 1333 is about providing guidance to people. And it comes through observing people's life experiences, collecting the stories that I hear people speaking about. And ruminating on those and letting those turn into um, like findings or patterns or um, 
like seeing how those things can turn into wisdom because like, oh, it's happened to this many people. So then I can turn it into this is how it sometimes works or this could be working or, you know, these are the things that, um, you know, X and Y equal X plus Y equals Z. And so then I can talk about the fact that there is Z and point people towards that as a possibility, a probability or an option. But it's very different than me saying, you know, here's how this works. Yeah. It's like a different energy. It's a different energy. Yeah. And it's not even the words. To it's give an example, energy. like even when you have, you know, spoken on some hot topic, hot button topics, the way that you do it is actually guiding people to come to their own conclusion. It's like mm-hmm. you're giving people the sovereignty to, hey, by the way, you can think on your own about this kind mm-hmm. of thing. You're not necessarily ever very, very, um, strong and this is what my opinion is yeah or like this is right and this is wrong I never do that I used to do that again because I was not aligned and I was doing the exact opposite of what my gifts are I used to do that so much more really and yeah and I I mean especially growing up I was like so radical and so outspoken and like real kind of like I wasn't an activist but I was like real like you know big on that and I used to be like hardcore like debating team events and all that kind of thing and now um you know it's a very different it's a very different energy even though I could be speaking to you about a similar thing the way I would show up and speak about it would be different and so I really you know for me I know that I'm going to open up more of my gifts which is about guidance and um sort of revealing different um components of the energies in any one thing because that's really what I do versus me weighing in on something and I know by the way when I weigh in on something now I feel awful afterwards I really do I'm it's interesting too that you're sharing that because I am the opposite of that Mm -hmm. and you do talk a lot about how um just because when you're looking to someone you know say that you admire so I mean if people don't know this I've I followed you for like four or five years before we even got connected in person and you definitely were someone I looked up to and you and your all of your, like you're a group of people that are around you you got the Kristas and the Bal- and Jordan Younger and Lacey Phillips and to me they all kind of speak guidance to people and so I looked at that as the template of I would like to create that in my life so I apparently I have to speak guidance to people mm. and so I sort of mimicked I kind of the, I'm kind of the opposite I've never really stepped into being like really strong in my opinions mm. more spoke as like a guide to people mm. and it has it never has fully landed or fully felt you know, I feel like I have to, I have to curate that, mm. but I never understood that until you pointed out the difference between like the, the, the mind being connected to the throat and the G center being connected to the throat. So what other parts of a chart could be connected to a throat? So, um, you could have your, um, emotional center connected to your throat. Okay. Which is like, and it, and also it's worth saying as well that the throat is not just about physical words. Yeah, it's yeah. about expression. So it could be creative expression. So, for example, if you have your emotional center connected to your throat, you don't necessarily always have to use words to express exactly how you're feeling, but you can turn those strong emotions you feel into art that expresses that. You know, it's visual is another form of us understanding emotions, right? It's coming through your throat. The throat 
in human design is the manifestation center because it's literally speaking things into existence. Mm -hmm. So you could do that with a song. You could do that with art. You could do that with words. You could do that with, um, you know, so many different kinds of things. You could do that with energy as well, you know, mm. transmitting your emotions through um, to a certain greater or lesser degree. Um, you know, making our emotions be felt by other people, especially if we are more, if, if, our society kind of moves along and we're more able to read each other's minds and emotions and be more empathic and stuff. But strictly speaking, you know, any type of art, photography, music. That's a way of communicating. It's a communication. So yeah. even me, even 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 though I technically am supposed to communicate my thoughts and opinions, that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be through spoken word. No. And also, you know, the way that you do it is very... Um, People assume with using your voice, it means you have to be like yelling from the edge of the, you know, from the soapbox type of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in our business, you're not necessarily always in the soapbox. Like, of course, in the social media you are, but also you are, um, you know, in the back end of the app mm -hmm. doing that same skill. So. interesting okay so it doesn't even mean that you have to be you know voicing my opinions out and and to a large audience of people no. or sharing to a large audience of people it could just yeah. be like in your one-on-one -on -one role uh -huh. in your work mm -hmm. oh that, i think that's such an important distinction is that there are three different levels in human design of anything of energy one is individual one is tribal and one is collective so individual right is like you have to figure out where you use these skills to and where it feels good so if you're a really shy person and you think that's aligned for you and you are good at bringing people together then bring two people together like be a good divorce lawyer who helps people you know commune it doesn't mean you need to start an instagram account and bring people together on mass on mass on mass and by the way there's very many extremely successful divorce lawyers right and they're <laughs> yeah. just working doing one-on-one -on -one stuff so there's also divorce lawyers that are really famous on tiktok exactly <laughs> exactly so it's about where is comfortable for you rather than just giving into this idea that more people is better and always using your voice is always better and always having an opinion is always better like it just it's all comes back to the same thing which is like use your own internal monitor of how you think what feels good to you and you know I always say this is like the most aligned way for you to do it is the way you'd secretly like to be doing it mm. but going back to what else can be connected to the throat you can have your spleen connected to the throat so that's like voicing your instincts and your intuition um, is that a form of guidance no not always you know um, let's say for example you could just be alerting people to danger mm. or you could be I mean there's literally there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ways any of these things can be expressed but it doesn't necessarily mean guidance and by the way using guidance you could be you could be guiding people this is where words just let us down so much because you could be guiding you people. have this you have this struggle all the time you're like there's just not enough words for you to be able to communicate the depth of what each of these pieces means mm -hmm. yeah but you know for example you you're a projector so you're here as a guide mm -hmm. right you you tweak you improve things you definitely tweak and improve all the content that goes into this you know um business and you tweak and improve the systems that help things be more communicate like oh, clearly okay. communicated and you help um 
improve the format so that things can get out to people in the way they need to be gotten out to people. And you are good at figuring out what needs to be a reel versus what needs to be in the app versus what needs to be in a course, the order things go into. However, Um, You know, someone like my brother who has the same inclination cross as you, he's expressing his opinions on like political and world events and financial events um, and just literally directly straight from him to his Instagram or straight from him to his, you know, community of people that he speaks to. Super different, different level of audience, different front facingness versus back facingness. His is less to do with it. He's obviously less organized than you are, (laughs) um, but you're both projectors. So, and you both have the same, that same, um, a life theme. So, and then also it's all expressed so uniquely depending on other parts of your chart. So uniquely depending on other parts of your chart. And what I would encourage people to do is look at just the picture of your chart and imagine you're a kid and say, okay, well, how's this color? Imagine if your chart is a, an electrical circuit, where's the color? What's hot? Like, what are the active points? Cause that's where a lot of energy is. You know, yeah. those are the important things for your soul to pay attention to. Um, those are where your gifts are. Then you can, of course, have your ego center, which is that very, very small triangle um, connecting to your throat via the 2145 line. And that is about expressing what you want, you know, and and letting your own desires and being a little bit selfish, actually, guide what you say and express and be okay with being a little bit, um, yeah, selfish, you know. I remember like, my This sister- is what I want. Yeah, I remember my sister and sharing that with people, informing your wants with people. Because is that a manifester? That that would make you a manifester? If you have that, um, if you have that channel, then, um, and you don't have your sacral um, center colored in, then you would be an ego, well, you would be a manifester of some form. If you had that colored in, you could still be an emotional manifesto or a splenic manifesto yeah. as well. But there would be an ego manifesto energy into your chart. And so basically, um, you know, we, this is a really nerdy HD episode. That's okay. It's just I think sometimes it's a lot. <laughs> it's we're fun. allowed to have some of these. Yeah. So sorry if we're, if we're getting really technical on yeah, you and really you've, only just, you've only just found us. But, um, you know, if, if that's a channel that's connected to you, it's really good for you to be like, I want this. And this is what I am out to get in my life. And just telling people what is it that you're aspiring to um, and being okay with, you know, having that strong desire and that strong ego in the in the good sense of the world, a healthy sense of ego. So uh, there's so many intricacies, but it's important to know that expression and our relationship to expression is so individual. And so for you, you know, it's also interesting that you weren't re-saying to the like you weren't rewording what the teacher was saying and repackaging it yourself. You were doing back then what you do with me, which is you get me to say it sometimes in a different format mm-hmm. or you, you direct me um, where to say what I say and put it. So it's like mm. you were doing the same thing to the teacher back then. Yeah. You weren't rephrasing the teacher. You were getting her to re-say it. You were formatting the teacher. Well, even like I think probably because I didn't, I I could, I, it might've landed for me, but mm. I could tell it didn't land for other people. So mm-hmm. I didn't know the other way to say it. Like mm-hmm. with our work, I have some more deeper understanding of what we do. So I am sometimes able to offer additional ways of saying things, whereas I might not have back then. So I was just like, I think you should say it another way <laughs> and try to get them to explain it. Or I would ask for 
um, explanation on something else. Like I was just very, very detailed in what I tried to get my teachers to explain. But they said they, specifically she said they could tell that I wasn't asking for me. Wow, that's so interesting. Isn't that bizarre? And it's also, this also makes me think of another thing, which is that not everybody attaches the same um, aspect, the same meaning and understanding to their words. Like I was telling you the other day, you and my brother, because you have that 4323 channel, Mm -hmm. what you say is exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. And what you mean is what you say. There's other people... And there's no right and wrong again. There's other people who kind of, when they say things, they kind of over fluff it or they impassion it to get a general vibe or a message across, but don't dare take them literally because they don't actually mean it literally, you know? And then you have people like me and Andrew who are like, well, then say what you mean. And we could get irritated at people for not being super clear about what they're communicating. But you were telling me the other day, but they are being clear in their own way Mm -hmm. just because it's not clear in the same way as you. So even to go back to like that, not everybody is supposed to be these like super opinionated people on these hot button topics. We get mad at people for having nuance in the way that they speak. Yeah. And some people have more nuance in the way that they speak. That doesn't make them less true. Yeah. And then there's other people, a third group of people who are here to, they are literally passing on facts and information you know, I mean, there's so many groups that could go on and on, but you know, then there's other people who are here to prove why what someone's saying is real and true and, and factual. And that's their way that they use their voice to express. So there's, there's a whole scale of how literal, there's a whole scale of how um, embellished, right? Mm-hmm. There's a whole scale of, of so many things. But what matters is that whatever is aligned for you, you're doing it and using it on the proper stuff with the right consciousness. So let's say, for example, with the embellishment thing, if you embellish the good part of that is it gets people to notice, it gets people to understand the kind of general vibe of what you're talking about, it gets people to pay attention. But if you're embellishing a false story, then that's obviously not correct. If you're embellishing to the point where people, where the story loses the essence of what it's meant to communicate, that's not helpful. Well, it's it's all about, the, you say this all the time, is about the consciousness with which you you yeah. use your gifts. So if you're an embellisher mm-hmm. and that's correct for you, mm-hmm. then if you're using it with the right consciousness, then you are maybe getting people to know about this thing. And as you were saying that, and you were saying all these different ways of communicating something, we need all, all. of those people communicating in all their unique ways in order to even get to a collective truth. Yes. So me, I sometimes can hear the embellisher Mm -hmm. and I can hear the facts in it Mm -hmm. and I can, based off of other experiences that I have, because I do have um, the gift of being able to back up and substantiate my opinions as as well as being able to have opinions. Uh So I can hear those people speak, gather those pieces together and communicate it in a very succinct, Mm -hmm. clear way. Mm Mm-hmm. But we, I need all those other people communicating in their way in order to even communicate my way. Yeah. And I think the, the trick as well as, for example, with an embellisher is not to act as if what you're saying is fact, mm. you know, or if you're a fact person, don't try and turn it in. Like, why would you try and make a story tale out of it mm. or a fairy tale? Do you know what I'm saying? So it's also like don't don't um miss market what it is you're doing let people know make it very clear and very obvious i think a lot of people that are embellishers have this um insecurity about being embellishers or storytellers yeah. and so then they 
tell things in a way as if it's fact. And then that's actually what's misleading to people. And that's why people get mad. Yeah. Instead of just owning that that's how they communicate. Yes. Interesting. And so to even tie it back to some actual, you know, grounded reality experience from you, when you were that person that was super opinionated and then you sort of went through that shift of understanding that you are meant to speak more in that guidance way, what what did that shift feel like? Did it feel super different? Was it very obvious that you had gone into a way of speaking that was more correct for you? No. And I'll tell you why. And this is what's really interesting about the way we see our growth is like we, we almost sometimes think like I used to do this, but now I do this. But the truth is you do, you turn up the volume on the positive ways you're supposed to be doing it. And hopefully at the same time, you're turning down the number of times you're doing, you did the old thing, right? So Mm -hmm. for me, sometimes even now, and you can probably see me, I get sometimes wound up on sticking to an opinion and it doesn't feel good for me afterwards. Mm -hmm. I still do it sometimes. I still catch myself from time to time. I don't think you do it like super, super aggressively, like publicly. No, not super aggressive publicly because, because I'm, eight nine years into undoing it yeah but there's still remnant there's still mm. traces of it where I'm like <laughs> and that still doesn't feel good to me and that's how I know hold on a second I'm not supposed to be doing this whereas when I hear someone who does it when it's aligned for them I'm like oh, can't get enough tell me more like this is so interesting You're so right. you know or this yeah. is so interesting even if I don't agree I find it interesting mm. I find it a magnetic state for that person to be in you know so for me to answer your question actually starting to do human design was the thing that helped me because it helped me be in more of that guiding guiding thing energy role yeah the guiding role and collecting people's stories and turning them into something that people can use like a nugget of um deduction let's say mm-hmm. right so it's not I don't even want to say wisdom because it's not my personal wisdom it's just like I'm Pulling the pieces pulling together, pulling the pieces together, and exactly. being able to communicate them, passing the package on that I've that I've pulled together of all the pieces. It's like I'm collaging um, information and yeah. stories, um, and then presenting them to people. So, I think um, the more I was able to play with that energy, I think that honestly, being able to see your gifts and just by playing around with them and by experimenting with them makes it so much easier to turn the volume down on your old stuff because I think when your life feels fuller with you seeing that you're good at one thing it becomes easier to let go of the old things that you used to do that give you even though they don't feel good they still give you some sense of like stimulation or validation or whatever I do think it's easier to let them go by not necessarily like oh my god I need to stop my old thing and I need to look over my old negative this and this and that sometimes like my friend Jordan calls it like attacking spirituality you like look for your depths you look for your flaws you look for the this and da 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 I think it's a lot gentler to strengthen your gifts because then you can just kind of like kick off um the old things like their training wheels you know what I mean you need to like cycle the bike strongly enough and then you kick off those back wheels they say that that, that's a way that you can do that with like food and stuff too when you're trying to change your diet instead of cutting out everything bad you just start to add in good and it almost crowds out the bad yes kind of thing and that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now with the speaking trying to get out of the speaking guidance I still catch myself going onto my Instagram to write a caption about guiding people and I can I can feel the difference now Mm. and I I don't know what 
the alternative looks like. But as you were in this conversation saying that I do use my insights and opinions, it's just not in the public way that I thought was the way to use it. So it, it that's exactly what I'm doing is I just constantly am playing. I basically crowded that out of my life mm. by starting to work with you. And I also think, by the way, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh, you have strong opinions on in- and insights, but everybody assumes that just means politics. I know. <laughs> but you have strong opinions and insights do, on like right. how to format, how to organize, how to optimize, how things can look, like your opinion on like the best way to f- social media things. And But so, you're the only person that hears those things, which yeah. is fine, but I've associated having fa- thoughts and opinions and speaking those as needing to speak them to, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As if they're Use not them worth on, it if I'm not sharing them on Instagram. Yeah, or the, or they can only be about certain things. Whereas yeah. like you probably like don't care about a lot of things that. Yeah, if I have a strong opinion about it, I do share it. But there you go. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's definitely the crowding out thing. Yeah, and I think that's just true with all your gifts. I think so too. I think it's a lot easier to start to strengthen what you're good at than to start mm. to kill. You know, and I say kill because I think we do get that impassioned about like, oh my God, I got to stop all my flaws and I got to this and that. And I think that's, um, that's a hard, that's a hard way to do it for a lot of people, including me. 